So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. As always, I'm your host Javier. So what I wanna do on this next one is, this next episode is discuss some content marketing growth framework. All right, and there's like, there's basically four pieces to this framework to make your content marketing successful. So. First of all, you might be asking like, what's content marketing? Content marketing is just basically when you produce content like blogs or social media content or even podcasts, like stuff like that, like stuff that you share information. And essentially what you're trying to do is, is make it to where it, people are like, oh, this is cool. So this is all content, all right? So like this podcast, it's content marketing. Um, you writing weekly blog posts, if you're not doing that, you should probably be doing it. It's content marketing. All right, um, and so there's four critical things that you need to actually implement and do to make your content marketing successful. So you can't just post a blog and be like, well, no one goes to the blog, this is stupid, I'm not gonna do this. Or you can't record 20 podcasts and be like, well, no one's downloading this, so this is not working. It doesn't work like that, all right? I, I worked for a company that was very very critical on, on like you know how podcasts should be done, even though they never done it. And I tried to explain to them like, hey, listen, you know, we're building a foundation here and they're like, no, we need to see ROI immediately. We need to be, you know, doing this and doing that. And I'm like, this is not gonna, this is not gonna work. Okay. And I can tell you right now, I've been gone for almost a year and that company still has not launched a podcast since I've left. Okay. And so I'm not knocking the company. I'm simply saying that like content marketing is, is, is a long play game. It is not short term. All right. So you, this should be run in conjunction with something else that's like short term. So like paid advertising, like paid acquisition, like paid paid ads. That that's like short term. So that's like your immediate stuff. Like long term, and depending on where you want to put things in the funnel, that's gonna be your content marketing stuff. Now, does that mean that you will never get new business immediately from like a podcast? No, it doesn't mean that. But you might have to de- make a lot of deposits before you start seeing that new business on a regular basis. All right, so. The first thing, these, there's four things that you need to make your content marketing growth framework you know, successful is the first thing is you need to do some research, okay? So researching is critical in any kind of content marketing. Like I do research for these podcasts. So essentially like a lot of the research is, is basically me in the industry of marketing, okay? So me being in the industry of facility management and property management, you know, me being in this industry for vehicle wraps, like I'm sharing my my research because I'm always researching stuff, but you got to research. And so research is going to be different things. It can be like keyword research. So if you're going to be writing blogs, you got to be doing some keyword research. You got to start researching like, okay, these are the types of keywords people are typing. And you're like, well, how do I do this? What kind of blog topic do you want to write about? You want to write about, you know, um, you know, how to hire, uh, like how to hire a commercial handyman. Okay, cool. Do some research and see what people are typing. And there's different types of tools that you can use to do keyword research. A, Google just tells you some stuff. Like you can start typing things in and they'll start kind of 
essentially giving you some words like, hey, you have this option and this option and this option. And you're like, oh, interesting. They make these suggestions to your, to, you know, to your search term, okay? So keyword research. Another one is social research. Start typing some things in. Ask people questions on social media. Engage. But start asking out there and see what people are saying and what they're talking about and what their problems are. I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. So research the, the actual, out, you know, the research on social media. You can also do audience research. This is great if you have like, you know, a, a great way of doing this is, is maybe like start asking questions, maybe interview some customers, maybe interview some people. And it doesn't have to be on like in a podcast, like literally, hey, like you reach out to someone like, hey, this is not a pitch. I just want to ask you like a few questions. It'll take no more than 10 minutes. I'm thinking about writing a piece about this, or I'm thinking about launching a podcast about this. And I want to get your perspective on it. So that's a great way of doing your research. Do community research or competitive research. Research your competitors and see what other people are doing. You're like, you know what? I'm going to write a topic about this, or I'm going to write a blog about this, or I'm going to, you know, launch a podcast about this, or I'm going to have a landing page about this. Like, those are some great things that you can definitely do as well too. Do a search engine um, or what's called a SERP research, which is going to be your search engine page results page research. This is going to be where like you you show up on the search engine. So when you write a blog post or you have a business or you have like a like a, a page, um, it, depending on where it shows up on that page, that's called the SERPs, search engine rank, search engine rank or search engine results page, sorry, search engine results page. So the SERPs is where your content shows up on that page. Like if, are you in the, on the first page and the fourth option? Are you on the second page is, you know, the 18th option? Like, like it just all depends. And so you gotta do research on like, hey, these first four, you know, options, they all have similar topics and talk about this. What if I took a different angle and wrote about this instead? That would be a good approach. All right, backlink, backlink research. So find out, you know, how how can you get some backlinks to your actual blog post or to your landing page? And maybe you can read out, reach out to like say, supporting um, businesses, especially if you're a facility management company. If you have like, you know, a bunch of like, uh, vendors that are in the HVAC or plumbing or handyman's you know, industry, you can write some content that is really, really good. And you reach out to some of these that are in your network and you say, hey, I wrote this blog post. I thought this would be great for your page. Could you post it on there and just have a link go back to this particular page? And they'll be like, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to do that. So those are other ways of doing it. And then social share research. So see what people are sharing. Like, Look at content that's on social media and be like, and if you see like, hey, this has like 20 shares, apparently this is pretty good. Like people actually like this, right? So that's the first thing is do a lot of research, okay? All right, next thing, and this is not in any particular order, okay? But I would recommend that, you know, you, you do your research first. And then so what we're gonna do here next is you're gonna start going to optimization, okay? That's going to be like your, your next part of the framework is find ways and to optimize this content. So like do like data maintenance. Okay. So what I mean by data maintenance here is, is like start researching, you know, or I'm sorry, start looking into like, um, how these, you know, how these blogs that you're researching, how they do. And then they perform, like there are tools out there, like one tool that I use all the time which is called 
keywords everywhere. That's a tool that I use all the time and it gives me some, you know, data on like, hey, you know, like this particular keyword does very well and it gives it this many hits and this this minute, this much traction per month. Um, conversion rate. This is another great, you know, optimization thing. So like there's this tool on Google, it's free, that's called Google Console, okay? And so Google Console will actually show you what queries, what, what people are typing in to, to not just land on your page, but to find out if your like pages that might talk about this are showing up in the search terms. And like, huh, I'm seeing people typing this stuff in. What if I optimize and had you know this? This can increase the actual conversion rate of my um, of my content. Okay, um, do content refresh. So I'm in the process of doing this right now at Rapmates, where we have all these old blog posts that are about almost three years old. You know, going on three years old, and I'm going in and updating the blogs. I'm making the blogs longer, I'm adding links, I'm cross-linking, I'm changing the images to where the images are named correctly. So instead of saying like image 2697-1, it's not. It's now saying like um, a specific keyword that I'm going after um, and then it's, it's, it's that's, that's the file name and I'm updating the alt tags and stuff like that. Um, so those are things that you can definitely do like data updates and link updates. So update the links that you would be having in, in your blog post that you currently have. So this would be awesome. Onsite SEO, offsite SEO and local SEO. I'm kind of lumping these things together for optimization. So onsite SEO is going to be cross-linking and setting up links going out, having good title tags that, that have your keywords, having good meta description that have your keywords. Those are what's going to show up on like the searches. So like, for instance, if I type in, you know, um, let's just say commercial HVAC. Okay. You know what I see right now on, um, you know, my, my, my normal search, the, the blue, like the, the blue um, hyperlink is commercial HVAC, commercial HVAC systems, rooftop units, dash HVAC direct. That's going to be your title tag. Okay. And then right below that is a description. Buy a new commercial or industrial HVAC system and it's got some more information. And what's going on is like all these links essentially are your title tags. Optimize them. Okay. So make sure that they're having the right keywords that you're going after. Offsite SEO is going to be anything that's going to be linking back to your site. See what companies are linking back to your site and make sure that they're going to the right page and it's not a broken page. Okay. And then local SEO, like this is important if you also operate in a local business, especially in the facility services, because there are some facility companies out there um, that only operate in their state or in their city or in their, you know, jurisdiction or whatever that is. Like they only operate in one place, but this is how you are able to make your content marketing be more successful. I can tell you right now what we've done this quarter is we put a backseat on doing link building and creating content um, like more blogs um, for our company and put a more bigger focus on optimization of the blogs. Okay, so I've been going in once a week since last week essentially and updating blogs and then reposting them again. And that way that that's going to get the search engines to recrawl that page correctly so that we get some traffic to those pages some, you know, in the near future. Right? So this would be more for like content that's already been written. So for optimization, you can do that now, but this is for content that's probably already written. Now, when it comes to content for like creation, okay, there are some things that you're going to want to do here. So this is a fourth, I'm sorry, this is the third thing on making your content marketing growth framework 
is creation and, and you're gonna there's a lot of things that go underneath that like are you gonna want to have a long form blog post long form blog post think of this like being like two three four five thousand words like really long really meaty really like like it's just like the bible about this essentially okay and 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 you're like that's just a lot of stuff to write about i know but if you write it really well and you have a lot of great insight and information in there, people are gonna be reading and they're like, oh, that's really cool, I like this, I like this. And then they start diving deeper into your content. And then once you, you know, and then when you start optimizing that content, you start having links that break into like, hey, if you wanna learn more about this specific topic, click on this link and it takes you to something else that's more specific to that topic and it gets them down deeper to the rabbit hole. Hey, if you wanna have a conversation with one of our representatives to discuss how to implement this strategy into your facility, click on this link. Like, do you see what's going on? Like, that's what's gonna happen with you there. So long form blog posts, great strategy. Uh, and Google loves long form, okay? Short form blog posts. So how I like to create my strategy typically is gonna be like, is, is one of two ways. It's gonna be what's called a content cluster. So it's gonna be, you know, one, one big topic, one long form, and then have supporting blogs for each, uh, you know, like if there's like 10, if there's, one long blog post that has 10 different things to talk about, then I write 10 different topics about those things that are like gonna be part of the content cluster, okay? Uh, and so that's gonna help, you know, like Google understand like, oh, this is, you know, this is about this. And so this supports this, and then there's links going back and forth and that sort of stuff. So that's kind of how I would approach it. When it comes to short form, it's probably gonna be about, 500 to 1,000 words, I would say no less than 1,000 words, ideally, but like I've got content out there that's like six or 700 words, and it does fine. But about 1,000 words is gonna be your short firm. I'm sorry, let me phrase that no less than 1,000. No less than 300. Google likes things that are a little bit longer, so no less than 300, um, but short firm probably as big as 1,000, all right? And then you're gonna wanna also, when you're creating this, is research assets. So, you know, if, if you're doing research, maybe have some images that support this. So hire like a, a graphic designer that can give you some really cool images to support what you're writing about. That would be huge. Um, creating presentations, okay? So you can create like, you know, a blog post or you can put this on social media. It can be a, a slight, you know, short deck that's 10, you know, 10 slides, 10, you know, 12 slides, 15 slides, and each slide is something. But it's a short deck and it's really shareable. It can be downloaded. It's easy to access. It's not gated, meaning that someone doesn't have to like, you know, turn, you know, give in their email address or contact information to get this. I'm not saying gated content is bad. I'm not applying that. But like this is a great way to kind of get your brand out there because you've got something that's really, you know, easy to digest. Okay. Case studies are great as well, too. When you're creating a case study, like you can probably create something that's typed out on your on your site so that Google searches that. And then for other folks that may want to download that so that they can present this to say someone internally, that would be another opportunity as well too. And this case study should have a lot of stuff in there. You could also create video content. So if you're trying to get into like, you know, YouTube, um, if you're trying to start using video as another source of, of just kind of getting your information out there or repurposing things, this is another opportunity here. Um, and then infographics. Infographics are huge. And if it's designed nicely and it makes sense, then people are gonna download these things. And again, you can brand it to where it's like, hey, I downloaded this from you know ABC Facilities. Like, I should probably give them a call because they shared this information and this is super helpful. 
Um, webinars are another ways as well too. Like that's something that we're gonna be diving into in our business. I've been wanting to do that for 10 months. We just haven't had time to implement it. But webinars are great. And then just graphics, just, just simple designs that are just great images that support what you're talking about that you can use for social media posts or in your blog posts or you know are, are, are on different you know parts of your website that sort of stuff so that's another way of kind of this other framework to your content marketing strategy okay and so i'm going to go over the last one is distribution so as i mentioned before like this is not in order but each of these is part of the, the framework to make your content marketing be successful. So distribution is pretty critical though, okay? And so you need to make sure that you have backlink outreach. And so what I do is I hire an agency to do backlink for me, backlink building for me. And what that means is that this agency is gonna start looking at this, the pages that we wanna start ranking for higher, and then they will start um, creating content like blogs and posting those blogs on other people's websites that have a high domain rank authority, okay? And that means it's like, imagine if you were able to be a guest writer for Forbes, and then you were able to get like a backlink back to your website because you're the CEO of ABC Facilities and Forbes considers you as one of the top CEOs. Just as an example, that's a great backlink. Now these agencies may not be able to get Forbes for you, but they can get you other supporting you know, you know, sites that can probably post your content about X, Y, and Z, okay? Um, Facebook groups, really great way to distribute your content. Is, and you're like, well, my audience doesn't you know, hang out in Facebook groups. Okay, fine, then go to LinkedIn groups. This is how I grew my podcast, not this one, but my previous podcast is I was posting a lot of content in these different channels, okay? Another one is PR outreach. Now, I'm a little... I'm a little against PR stuff, but it, it does work to a degree, okay? So like PR outreach to a degree is great. I don't think you should be spending a ton of money on PR though. Like there are PR agencies that are, are worth their weight in gold. And then I would say the majority of them, probably not so much. This is a personal opinion, okay? So if you're a PR person, I'm not trying to knock you. I'm just simply saying like some PR agencies tend to try to act as though they're this... Um, the godsend to marketing and and I think they're a great tool okay it's like trying to say a shovel is better than a pitchfork I mean they both have their places okay so I'm not I'm not calling them a pitchfork I'm not calling them a shovel I'm just simply saying like it's just another tool to to distribute content this is kind of what it boils down to right uh, sponsorships. So sponsorships are a great opportunity to distribute um, content as well too. Um, you know, one thing that some people do is that they are part of organizations where they can sponsor, and then when people click on a link, it might send them to a blog post that talks about something else or a landing page that talks about something else. Like this is a great way to distribute some, you know, certain pieces of content. Um, newsletters via email are a great way of distributing content. So like you could have been, you know, if you write, you know, a new blog post once a week. Those newsletters are great opportunities to say, hey, and by the way, we just wrote about this and it talks about this, this, and this. Great way to, do, uh, to distribute YouTube, Twitter. Those are great social channels to share that content as well too. You can take your blog post or your podcast and then take snippets of it and put it onto Twitter, put it into YouTube, that sort of stuff. Um, use your sales team to distribute content as well too. So like if your sales team is talking to people and you produce great blogs or put great blog posts or great social content, 
then the sales team can say, hey, I thought about you um, in our last conversation. You know, our team just wrote about this. And I thought this would be great and helpful for you to, to kind of help you, you know, you know, sell this service to your team internally. Those are great ways of actually using it. And then ABM. So ABM is account-based marketing, okay? And so you can use an ABM strategy and, and essentially have content that's gonna help support your ABM to distribute your content. So you're, you're getting very selective. So if you don't know what ABM is, it's like you're being very selective on a targeted audience group that you're going after. And this audience group that you're going after essentially are a little bit higher, higher quality leads to you that you're gonna work a little bit harder for and so you might share them like very specific things like, hey, I had this interview with this podcast on this person and I know that you think this person, you know, you think very highly of them. I'd love to get your take on this interview. Something like that. So those are just ways in how you can essentially make your content marketing framework be successful. You implement all four of these things, your content marketing elevates drastically. So one, research, two, creation, three, distribution, and four, optimization not in order okay this is just making it all work together okay anyways i hope you found this pretty um, pretty um, helpful i've been kind of in this mode of like sharing these like little bite-sized tips on how to improve certain things um to be quite honest it's been fun doing this because it reminds me of what i need to do as well too and so as i'm you know writing this stuff out or reading other content from other people that i really you know admire and their marketing strategies and skills I'm like, oh, that's a really good idea. I should talk about this. And those are things that I do. And so I'm trying to share this kind of information to, to everybody in my community. So um, at the end of my podcast, I always ask these three things. Number one, please give us a five-star review on either Spotify or um, Apple Podcasts. Um, we've got some five-star reviews already. And I can't thank you enough for you that have already done that. That's super, super, um, just super thankful for that. Number two, please share this podcast. Send someone a DM or a text message like, hey, look, this guy's pretty cool. Um, at least I think I am. And uh, I'd love to get your take on what he thinks about X, Y, and Z on marketing, all right? And number three, um, follow me on LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn, all right? So you can connect with me on linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. Thanks a lot and have a wonderful day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.